0: Hey DCL fans, it's Wes. If you're thinking about taking a Disney cruise vacation, consider booking your trip with us. We are independent travel agents affiliated with Mickey World Travel, a platinum Disney earmarked agency. Not only can we answer all your questions and help you with all the planning details, but we'll give you some onboard credit up to $1,000 to spend on your trip. That's free money to spend on whatever you want just for booking with us spa treatments, port adventures, merchandise, adult dining experiences. You're going to pay the same whether you book directly with Disney or with a travel agent, so you might as well get some extra spending money to take with you. If you're interested, send us an email at weswes at mickeyworldtravel.com. And now, on to the show. Hey everyone, welcome to episode number 89 of the DCL Dude Podcast. Did you all have a good week I man, I had one of the craziest weeks ever but it was a a really great week I want to thank everyone who reached out to me this past week uh, about a cruise in the summer of 2022 there is a lot of enthusiasm out there about cruising and it's really starting to feel like the the tides are turning a little bit I, I'm not I'm not sure if any of you follow the cruise industry as closely as I do but there there's a, a lot going on and I, I think uh a lot of pressure is being put on the CDC to lift the, uh, the, con- the conditional sale order. I could probably do an entire episode about all the developments just, just in this past week, but I'll I'll spare you all those details. Nothing official has happened, but there there's been a lot of pressure campaigns, and for the first time, it feels like there is uh, some real more some real momentum uh, moving toward an eventual return to cruising. So we will see where that all leads. There are also some big developments this week with Disney Cruise Line. Of course, this week was opening week for the summer 2022 itineraries, but the biggest news was the announcement on Friday that the Disney Magic would resume sailings this summer from the United Kingdom on two, three, and four-night staycation sailings. This uh, came as quite a surprise for me, but uh, these cruises, which are for now exclusive to UK residents only, uh, will embark on, quote, uh, brand new magical Disney experiences close to home and sea, be immersed in Disney storytelling thanks to an amazing collection of onboard entertainment dining, and recreation for the entire family with all the care you'd expect from Disney, end quote. So no official start date has been announced, but these cruises will go on sale in April for sailings beginning this summer. Um, Essentially, it sounds like these will be uh, cruises to nowhere, basically just days at sea. But the the official website offers a, a glimpse of what we can expect from these cruises. It talks about imaginative kids' activities, fun family entertainment, and exclusive adult recreation, and promises a staycation you'll never forget. It also teases special moments with beloved Disney characters or epic encounters with Marvel's Mightiest Heroes. So that's pretty cool. Marvel characters outside of a Marvel day at sea. Uh, you don't, I mean, we haven't seen that before, so uh, that that's pretty interesting. It looks like they'll also be bringing back the stage performances in the Walt Disney Theater and will be offering imaginative dining experiences. And finally, the website mentions creative fun for the kids and unique recreational offerings for adults and thrilling entertainment for the entire family. So I'm, I'm very curious to learn what all this means, particularly the unique recreational offerings for adults Um and I'm assuming the, the thrilling entertainment that it references is just referring to the aqua dunk, but'll uh, we'll, see, we'll see if they've come up with uh, with anything new and, and unique and different. But based on the wording, it that's what it sounds like that uh, that you know they they've come up with things beyond what you might originally uh, might normally expect from uh, from the Disney cruises that we've known in the past. but uh, i'm I'm very curious to hear someone's personal experiences uh, on one of these sailings. Hopefully, I'll be able to talk to someone who actually goes on one of these cruises. But best of all, it's it, it's gonna be great to see cast members back to work and guests enjoying themselves on board a Disney cruise ship. It has been a long time. Uh, Since that since we could say that. And for those of you wondering if we'll see any cruises like this here in the United States, the answer is no, because we have terrible outdated maritime laws that would prevent a Disney ship from departing a US port and not stopping in a foreign port before returning to home. And also, nothing is happening from a U.S. port until the CDC gets their act st- uh, their act together and either lifts the conditional sale order or provides technical guidance to the cruise lines. Um, so we're we're still waiting on on the CDC. But Disney is now joining in with several other cruise lines uh, who are essentially telling the CDC that we're gonna we're gonna restart without your permission and show you that we can do it safely. So uh, hopefully, this lights uh, a little fire under the CDC to do something. The cruise industry is unfortunately held to uh, a much higher standard than any other in the travel industry. And it's, uh, it's time, it's time for, for them to get back to work. The other exciting uh, Disney Cruise development this week was the new video of the Disney Wish Mega Block float out. If you didn't see it, I posted it all over my social media accounts, uh, so be sure to go check those out. It's definitely worth it. They have finished a huge part of the exterior of the Disney Wish, and it was really cool to see a piece that actually looks like a Disney ship, and you could kind of see the the shape uh the the form starting to take shape um we had that that rendering of what the ship might look like and it had some uh different i keep saying shapes it it had some different shapes to it and you can sort of see that coming together on the on this video my uh my first reaction was (laughs) surprised at how much they have finished since the last photos that we saw and i i think i mentioned a few weeks back that uh, the shipyard took the the webcam offline so we've been limited to these videos that get released by I think it's two accounts that's putting these out in in cell video and dollar underscore ems underscore media both of which you can find on youtube they both have uh instagram actually uh, I don't think in in cell video uh has an instagram account but you can find the other one on instagram uh the, the first video that we got was a nighttime look, so it was kind of hard to, to see the, the colors or, or much of the detail. But a few hours later, there were uh, some videos released and some pictures too um, in the daytime where you could see the, those those classic colors of a Disney ship start to come together. So uh, really cool video, uh, some great pictures, and really exciting to see. So um, some good news on uh, at the end of a week. So there's your Disney Cruise news updates. Let's get into this week's topic. I had a a different episode planned for this week, but I'm gonna I'm gonna push it to next time. All this excitement uh, had me just really thinking a lot about cruising and about Castaway Key in particular. And I haven't I haven't talked about Castaway Key in a while. So I hope you don't mind my pivot. But I I'm gonna talk about. Uh, in today's episode about how to have the perfect day on castaway key. And some of you may disagree with my assessment. And uh, of course, that's okay. But this is the way that my family does it. And I can't really think of another way that I'd rather do it. I do have one disclaimer. I'm talking about a perfect day without having a castaway key cabana. That might be the, the top "Quote unquote port adventure that you can take, but for this episode, that's not what I'm talking about. If you want to hear about our, our experience in a Castaway Key cabana, go back and listen to episodes 31 and 35. One was uh, the trip report where we were able to get uh, a cabana, and the other uh, was my full uh, uh, family beach cabana review. So go go check those out if you're if you're curious to hear more about those." So anyway, the perfect day at Casco Key actually starts on board. I I love to wake up early, grab a coffee, preferably not the free kind because it's gross, uh, and and watch the approach into Casco Key either from our veranda, if we have one, or even from up on deck. It's it's great to do. And I just I I love how quiet it is, and and if it's a sunny morning, the island just seems to to sparkle. It's the only time to see it in its pristine condition, because after you know after the ship has visited and the guests have visited the island, it's uh, it looks a little beat up. Um, so it's it's it looks perfect in the morning, and it's it's just it's just absolutely beautiful. I have, and I'm sure all of you do too, uh, you can relate to this, but I have way too many pictures of the island from before anybody even steps foot onto it. And they're all the exact same because you can only get so many uh, different angles from, uh, from the ship. But there's just something about it that that makes you want to take pictures over and over again because you always think you're going to get a a better picture, and they all come out the same. Um, (laughs) But if all goes well, the the ship typically docks between 7.30 and 8 o'clock in the morning, so if you want to catch the approach, you need to be up before that. The next step is breakfast in cabanas out on the back deck. If you get there early enough, you can get a spot right next to the banner, which will be one of the best breakfast, bre- <laughs> breakfast experiences that you can have. Sure, it's just buffet food, but you can't beat the view. It's just incredible back there. You, you wanna be sure that you give yourself plenty of time though um, to eat before the all ashore time. Typically, we'll head to breakfast and then <laughs> realize we left something in the stateroom. It, it happens every single time, uh, so we have built in a uh, little extra time to, be, to allow ourselves to go back to the room if we need to, which we always do. Maximizing our time on the island is uh, the biggest priority for us, so we want to be ready to get off the ship as soon as it's cleared, so we, we allow ourselves plenty of time in the morning to get all the, all the onboard stuff done. If you are a 5k runner, you're shuffled off the ship early anyway, and the 5k could be squeezed into the perfect day plan, but I'm not including it in mine because for me, (laughs) a perfect day does not ever involve a morning workout on a warm tropical island. So (laughs) I'm going to leave the Castaway Key 5k out of my perfect day. Uh, Some of you may include it into yours, which is fine. When you uh, first get off the ship, there are lots of tempting photo opportunities. Like Captain Hook and Mr. Smee are usually waiting there. Sometimes you'll see uh, Captain Jack Sparrow. Uh, and then there are some, some great views of the ship along the, uh, the walkway over to the tram. And then, of course, there's that... I don't really know how to describe it. It's that picture frame type photo spot right near the tram stop. That's you know looks at the ship. Uh, it, it's a very popular spot to get your photo taken. And depending on when you get off the ship, there there may be lines at these spots. So I would recommend waiting until later in the day. I'll, I'll touch on that uh, near the end of the show. Uh, so you could go ahead and skip that. Just so you can uh, move on with your day, and and while it 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 may be tempting to hop on the tram, especially if it's right there, skip it and walk instead. You you won't regret it. It's not that far, and it's a really pretty walk with some great views of the ship along the way. <laughs> this is another spot uh, that I have way too many pictures of different ships uh, there, just because you can't you can't help um, taking pictures along the way. The first stop uh, to make on the way to the family beach is the merchandise shop, of course. She sells seashells and everything else is the name of the shop. And it's located just steps from the first tram stop. We tend to visit multiple times a day because Disney Cruise merchandise shopping is a hobby of ours. We are addicted to it. But one thing we've come to learn on Disney Cruises is that if you see something you want in a shop, either on Castaway Key or on board, you need to buy it. At that time, if you put it off thinking you'll come back later for it, chances are pretty good that it will be gone or they won't have any size, uh, any left in your size. It, we've gotten burned by this many times, and it usually results in us spending more uh, than we plan. Um, I'm not. I'm not a, a great spontaneous decision maker, so this, this philosophy doesn't sit well with me. I usually like to, to think about things before I make a final decision, especially when it comes to uh, uh, purchases, but you, it always leads to more disappointment that, uh, that could have easily been avoided when you see something and uh, it's not available later on. So if there's something you want, uh, buy it when you first see it. That's You, you have to do it that way. After you've made your purchases, head on over to the family beach and find your spot over there for the day. Uh, since you are one of the first ones off the ship, you should pretty much have your choice of lounge chair locations. A lot of people who get there early like to go for the hammocks because they're uh, they're pretty exclusive. There's not a whole lot of them. But for me, they're a little too far away from the water. So while they may be nice, I, I, I don't like the location of them we like to find a spot that's about halfway down the beach sort of in front of that that water structure for the kids I don't does that have an official name I, I can never remember um, there's a there's a spot under a palm tree that we uh, that we always go for and that's kind of you know that's kind of our spot and that's where we will set up for the day if I could spend the whole day doing whatever I wanted uh, I would park my butt in one of those lounge chairs and not move for several hours that's just, that. that is truly the definition of a, of a perfect day for me. But my kids typically want me out in the water with them, so I usually spend the first couple hours doing what they want to do. Uh, we splash around out there. I usually go out and uh, take them out to that whatever water jungle gym structure, whatever that thing is called, and, and they like to jump, uh, jump to me and stuff like that. So I'll, I'll swim out there with them. You can also make your way over to the Pelican Plunge slides during this time. And and another thing, you know, I'd recommend getting over there as early as possible because the lines tend to get very long as the island gets more crowded. So if you're you're one of the first on the island, make your way over there and you can sort of get right on and maybe uh, ride it a couple times before it gets really crowded. After that, it's time to get in some snorkel time, and you can either rent it right there at the beach from Gills, Fins, and Boats, or you can bring your own. Uh, you can bring your own, like I do. Just remember that if you do bring your own, you still need to wear a life vest, which uh, which you can use for free. They have them right there. They're usually um, hanging on a lifeguard chair, and they're bright yellow, so you can't miss them. If you don't wear one, though, be prepared to be called out by a lifeguard. Um, they'll, you know, I hear them all the time yelling, Attention swimmers, you need to wear a life vest, something like that. Um, I I know snorkeling is not for everyone, but in my opinion, it is a must-do activity at Castaway Even Even if you only try it once, it's relatively inexpensive to rent the gear. So even if you don't snorkel for very long, you don't feel badly about renting the equipment. But the snorkel lagoon is really—it's a really fun way to uh, to explore. And I've run into all different sorts of sea life. You see tons of fish, uh, and if you're lucky, you might run into things like stingrays, sea turtles, and even the occasional barracuda. There's tons of different wildlife out there. It's it's really fun to see. But beyond that, there are some sunken treasures that are fun to explore, uh, and even some uh, some Disney characters floating around out there uh, that you can look out for. It's it's just a, a fun way to immerse yourself into everything the il- that the island has to offer, and if you don't do it, I mean, I, I feel like it's a, a piece of the experience that you're missing out on. Once you're finished by this time, it should be ab- approaching lunchtime, which means it's time to make your way over to Cookies or Cookies too. Um, and I'm even going to tell you the perfect tray to get the main course is the spicy crispy chicken sandwich The, the your, your meal is not complete unless you've, uh, unless you've gone for that. I mean, they have burgers and stuff that are tempting cause they look so good, but you, you want to go for the spicy crispy chicken sandwich. Uh, it's, it's, it's delicious. Uh, you should be able to get it at both cookies and cookies too, but if one of them doesn't have it, go check the other one out. It's, it's that worth it. Also grab a hot dog and add some sauerkraut, round it out with a piece of corn on the cob, some potato salad, a piece of garlic mozzarella flatbread, a piece of banana bread, and two chocolate chip cookies. Then, walk over to the fresh fruit bar and grab some freshly sliced mango and pineapple. the oh, the fresh fruit on Key is way better than the fresh fruit on board. It's always so fresh and so ripe. oh, it's it's delicious. It, I, it's it's amazing. Then find a seat under the the roofed seating area and just enjoy your lunch. But do not eat your cookies yet. So once you finish your meal, don't eat your cookies yet. That's for something else. You need to bring those over to the soft serve ice cream station and load it up between the two cookies. Just just open the cookies up and slather some, uh, some soft serve vanilla ice cream on there. I guess you could do chocolate too. I- Strawberry? I don't think strawberry would would be very good, but the vanilla ice cream is the way to go. So uh, Hopefully this will still be an option at some point when uh, when people return to castaway key, but you need to make an ice cream Sandwich when you're on castaway key. It's just a requirement to have a perfect day After lunch, it's time for smoothies and a port adventure So if you're planning to do something on castaway key, I recommend doing it after lunch. It's fun to just kind of lay on the beach, relax a little bit, enjoy the uh enjoy the ocean, enjoy the sun in the morning. I it, it's I think it's just better to do it that way. I've gone over my favorite port adventures in detail in a previous episode, so uh you feel free to go check that out. But some of the ones that I recommend are jet skiing, parasailing, the, the stingray adventure is pretty fun, uh and of course bike riding. And if if you aren't looking to do anything too adventurous, if or if you're already if you've already spent too much uh, money on your vacation by this point, which usually Casa key is toward the end of the trip, so it's entirely possible that <laughs> that your your budget has been maxed out already. But I I can't recommend the bike rentals enough. I think I have said this on my show several times before, but I really love renting bikes. It's a fun way to explore the island, and it it won't cost you that much. You get the bikes for an hour, but you probably won't need them for that long. So once you have them, take them down the airport runway and out to the lookout tower, uh, and be sure to stop there, park your bikes, and uh, and hike back. Um, and be sure to climb the stairs to the top of the tower for a, a really unique view of the island. You get some good pictures out there. Um, then hike back down, hop on the bikes again, take them out to the runway, and instead of going left back toward uh, back toward the family beach and back toward the rental place, take a right and head towards Serenity Bay. And when you get to the end of the runway, go right again and head down the road, kind of parallel to the the Serenity Bay beach there, um, kind of in front of the, the Serenity Bay Cabanas. If you can picture what I'm talking about, there's a road there. And you can take that road all the way to the end. And, and it's it's to me, it's really cool down there because you, you, you get a, a good glimpse of sort of the undeveloped part of the island. It's kind of the only space that that guests can get to where, you know, there's not a whole lot of development. So I I like taking it down there. It's it's really pretty out there. Um, So I'll usually just park it there and spend a few minutes looking around. But when you're done, head back toward the runway, head down the runway and return the bikes. And as luck would have it, you'll be right near summertime freeze. Uh, So it couldn't be more convenient. As I've said many times before, The Ice Palace is the flavor to get even though I've been disappointed the past few times that I've been. I said last time that I'm willing to give it one more chance so uh, I do reserve the right to modify my my perfect day at a later date depending on how that experience goes. There's some other tempting one. I actually haven't even tried a different uh, flavor from Summertime Freeze. So <laughs> there may be one that is uh, that's better than the Ice Palace. But I had such, the Ice Palace was it's it's just so good. I, I haven't wanted to try something else. But again, uh, it's been a letdown the last couple times. I I never would have guessed when I said that though that uh, that it would have that it would be more than a year and a half and possibly even more before I was back on the island. I just I. It's one of those things where if you realize kind of it's going to be the last time you get to experience something, maybe you, um, I don't know, maybe you just do things differently. I, I don't know what I would do differently, but it's just it's 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 funny to look back on and, and not realize what was about to, to happen over the next over the course of the next year plus. Uh, but anyway. Uh, after you return from your port adventure and after you've had your smoothies, it will probably be approaching three o'clock to 3.30 in the afternoon. So at this time, you should return to your beach chairs and spend the next half hour or so uh, just relaxing on the beach. So find a chair, lay back in your lounge chair or bring those smaller kind of seated chairs. You can bring those right out to the water and put them right in the water and it's really relaxing to sit there and kind of just um, let the water lap over your legs or whatever. Um by the by that time the the beach will be starting to clear out so just resist the urge to to pack up and head back to the ship like everyone else it's it's kind of funny when everyone else is leaving you sort of feel like Uh, you should be doing it too, but you still have plenty of time. So make sure, you know, just keep an eye on the time. Make sure you have enough, uh, to get back to the Island. They, I, (laughs) I highly doubt they're going to leave Castaway Key without you. Um, so I mean, don't push it, be back for all aboard, but you can go right up until that, uh, all aboard time. Which is all aboard is usually around uh, four thirty. So at about three fifty in the afternoon is kind of when I recommend to start packing up uh, your area and preparing to take your journey back to ship. I like to give uh, about fifty, uh, excuse me, forty minutes to go back because we have to visit the merchandise shop one more time before before we uh, before we go back, just in case there was something that we missed uh, the first time that we visited. Uh, you're, and the other thing is you're probably more likely to buy something at this time because the reality that you're leaving uh, for the day has kicked in by now and you'll feel like you need something nostalgic to remember the day that you just had. So trust me uh, from experience, we always end up spending more at the end of the day than we do at the beginning of the day, uh, even though we have uh, bought the things that we actually wanted at the beginning of the day. Just It's just the way that it happens. So be just you're consider yourself warned. Be prepared for that. Again, I don't take the tram unless uh, you're in a hurry to get back. I would recommend walking. Um, The walk back to the ship, it's probably going to be tiring because you've had a long day in the sun and you're exhausted, but it's it's a great way to take in kind of the last moments of your time on the island. This will also be a, a great time for a, a photo at that spot that you skipped at the beginning. Remember I said I'd come back to at the end. Uh, because by that point, most people will have already returned to the ship. So you won't have a, a long uh, a long wait to take your picture there. And you're also not in a hurry to go anywhere. Uh, so before, you were kind of racing everyone to get to the beach and find that perfect spot. But now that everyone's back on the ship, you don't really have to, have to fight with anyone. So uh, perfect time to grab that picture there. Once you're back on the ship, the perfect day is not quite over yet. Um, especially if you have a veranda, head on out there while the ship is preparing to leave, and just watch it disappear into the into the horizon for as long as you can. Just soak it all in for as long as you're able to. And by that point, that will be a wrap on your perfect day at Castaway Key. If you have a different version, I would love to hear about it. Please let me know in the comments or by sending me a direct message. Hopefully we can get back to Castaway Key sometime very soon. I am really looking forward to that. Our last experience on the island did not go according to this plan. We had um, we had to cut our day short because it started to rain which uh, which was really unfortunate. So I'm anxious to get back there and to have another perfect day. Um, I can't believe how long it's been and I, I really really miss it. I'm sure all of you do all of you do too. As I mentioned before, I had a, a different show planned for this week but I, I just felt like I wanted to talk about this instead so I hope you all don't mind. I have a a fun show planned for next time, though, and I'm really looking forward to it, so uh, stay tuned for that. And one more quick thing that I I forgot to mention at the beginning. As I said, it feels like the the tides are starting to turn a little bit, and there have been some serious pressure campaigns happening on social media. CLIA has been petitioning people uh, through their social media accounts to contact their senators and congressional representatives. Um, it, it, just to put pressure on the, the, center, uh, the centers for disease control, there's also a Change.org, a Change.org, um, <laughs> a change.org position, uh, petition going around. I think uh, Clea kind of sponsored that one and, and put it out there. So uh, you could sign that if you want to, um, if you're interested or feel compelled. Those are those are some of the things that you can help uh, help do to um, really kind of put the pressure on the CDC. And I, I've shared them on my Twitter account. So, uh, so hopefully, uh, it will all lead to something, uh, sometime soon, but uh, hang in there cruise fans. There seems to be, um, some distant light at the end of the tunnel. I, uh, I hope you enjoyed this episode and I will talk to you all next time. Thanks so much for listening. As a reminder, you can connect with the show by following along on Twitter at the DCL Dude or by liking us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Podcast. Please feel free to ask a question, leave a comment, drop a note, or share the podcast with your followers. I'd also be very grateful if you could rate the podcast on iTunes and leave a review. Of course, if there's anything I can do to improve your listening experience, please let me know. Thanks so much for listening.